630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Uh, great to have you here. So we're staying nice and toasty this morning as it continues to be cold, will be for the next uh, several days. So maybe some of you are just getting out of Dodge, going to find somewhere warm. I do take off on uh, Sunday, Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. It was a U.S. travel trip that we had here through 630 Chad. So we have some winners that are going. And then about, uh, it's about 30 of us going in a group. And there's one of the members of our group who's a woman uh, who is just coming with the group. She said it's her first solo trip and she just wanted someone to go with. So she's going in a group. I think there's some safety. You get to meet some other people, and 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 it's a comfortable, uh, a comfortable way to go and travel on your own. I think there's a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, women especially, I think, who are looking for those kinds of opportunities. It's intimidating to go traveling by yourself. I've been to lots of places around the world by myself. Sometimes I've taken a tour. Sometimes I haven't. Uh, but it is it's comforting to know that somebody's got your back, that there's yeah. somebody to talk to, that there's somebody that uh, can say you got to take this bus at this time and we're picking you up at the hotel we're going to take you to this really cool site and then we're going to deliver you back and 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 you don't have to worry about all the little things that you do if you were traveling by yourself and and you mentioned Absolutely. it you, you said safety and i think especially for single women travelers they think I don't want to be wandering the streets by myself uh, late at night. You know, I I get off, I get out of the airport at, uh, you know, midnight and and try to make my way to the hotel. So, you know, traveling with a group is definitely uh, uh, an attraction for many people out there. And so with some of these ideas, there are different ideas on how to travel and starting to cater to more of these groups, because I think it is probably becoming a little bit more popular. But why don't we find out from Dorothy Bystrom, who's with uh, Travel Professionals International and uh, also a big part of the, there's one where it's basically it's a it's 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 a travel talk and wine tasting. So you get to learn about travel talk. Then you also do some wine tasting at the same time. So, and you yeah. meet people too, you meet other people in the yep. same situation as you. And, and that's that's coming up, uh, I, I think, tonight. Night, uh, Dorothy. Good morning. Good morning to you both. Thank you for having me on the show today. What kind of demand is there for group travel, especially amongst uh, women? Uh, it's it's grown exponentially over the last few years. Um, we've recognized in the industry, especially amongst my colleagues, um, that our clientele has changed and that we have more and more uh, solo women travelers. And they're solo travelers not um, necessarily because of uh, um, uh, circumstances, but because they want to go to places that other people in their group or their circles aren't wanting to go to. So it's, it's building that community and that camaraderie to go and travel and have a really good time and be with like-minded travelers. Well, and we talked also about, about safety. There's, there's companionship, so you're not traveling all by yourself, but also safety. What, what do you think the motivating factor is? It can't just be that none of my friends want to go, so I'm going to go on my own. Uh, are there other motivating factors? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's um, the desire to see a destination that, uh, sorry, it is about um, maybe not having that companion to go with you. We had a group of travelers um, just last February go on a cruise together, and they were all solo women, and uh, two of them happened to meet on this trip and uh, found out that both of them had always wanted to see the Antarctic and cruise the Antarctic. And they just got back from it just last month from a trip of a lifetime and are planning their next trip together, uh, drive around Newfoundland that um, able to do on their own. What are some of the most popular places? If you had a woman come uh, to your office and say, I, I want to travel, I want to see the world. Where would you steer them to in terms of uh, uh, a group travel? 
Um, Portugal has been huge for us in the last couple of years. And an up-and-coming destination might be Morocco. People are very interested in Morocco. And then South America, um, any kind of uh, soft adventure uh, trip has been very popular. Biking, hiking, um, exploration cruises, like I mentioned with Antarctic. Those uh, destinations and types of travels have increased. Um, people want to have experiences now. It's more more about the experiences. What can I um, take away with me that I'm going to have a lifetime rem- uh, memory created from? Uh, you know, even as you were talking with some people, they, they want to go and they want to see some things. So I think there there's a confident traveler and then there is a, uh, I don't know, not nervous, but maybe, you know, a little trepidation about going out on, on one's own. Uh, is is there a way of looking at, at, at how many of those there are, whether it's I'm going, I want a group to go with or, geez, I'd like to go. Maybe I should go with a group. You know what I mean? Like who's who's going on these things? Is it to find adventure with a little help? It's both. And a lot of these travelers are, um, they're looking also for uh, the ability to travel in a style where they can have lots of activity going on and available to them, but also have that downtime. So they want to be able to maybe go off for the afternoon on their own or have a leisurely um, uh, coffee in the morning, um, looking out of the window and watching the world go by. So there's there's different different uh, kinds of um, I guess uh, parameters or desires for uh, travel for these uh, solo uh, female travelers. Are there specific tours that people can take if they're a little bit older or if they have mobility issues and they can't you know traipse around uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the Azores in in Portugal? Is are there options for people with maybe mobility or, or age issues? Absolutely. Um, the industry is really recognizing that more and more travelers um, want to go that might have some challenges. For an older solo traveler, I love the idea of a river cruise. It's very, very comfortable. You're not dealing with um, massive amounts of people on board. You're um, meeting mostly like-minded or the same age travelers, so you can possibly make some friends on board and go for dinner. And then the excursions off the ship are often in um, very uh, small villages or towns where there's um, not a lot of um, issues with, um, you know, climbing large amounts of stairs or or hiking into um, really, really busy areas. Uh, you know, I love the fact you're doing this for women, and 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 I think there there's a, there's a different challenge for women traveling alone than there is for men. But at the same time, I'm sure that there are there has to be a growing industry overall for solo travel. Not everyone, male or female or wherever, necessarily has a partner. So being able to travel solo is this does this go beyond gender with the growth of this? I believe it will. I believe more and more that's exactly what we're going to see is is people wanting to just go off and and travel on their own, whether they're um, a man or a woman. And I I believe that the industry is going to recognize that and provide more and more opportunities for solo travelers. I met a gentleman on a cruise recently who always travels alone, always has, loves it, loves having, you know, people around him, but really enjoys his own uh, downtime. So yes, it's, it's going to be for both genders for sure. And what about personality conflicts? How, how is that resolved? I have taken tours and I have had issues with some of the people that have been around me and others have been fantastic and we kept yeah. in touch for a really long time. How, yeah. Is that something that can be addressed? 
Absolutely. Um, when we are we're, when we're putting together a group, we provide an opportunity for people to meet in person at our meetups, like the wine tasting tonight. Or we do virtual um, events where, let's say you, you're traveling from Edmonton, but your friend is traveling from Ontario and won't know any of the Edmonton groups. So we provide a, a virtual opportunity to get together, have a glass of wine or a cup of coffee, and just have those chats. All right. Can you just tell us about uh, the travel talk and wine tasting tonight? Yeah, it's going to be up on um, uh, Rabbit Hill Road. This is only a William Vinicelli. Um, that's going to be hosting that. We'll have five wines. There'll be a, a global um, experience just through the wines alone, and there'll be some nibbles and a very relaxed talk about the kind of uh, travel that we provide and the groups that we're putting together and any questions that women have a- around what we've just been talking about, safety issues or you know meeting people or how, how we travel, what the styles are all about. It'll be a fun, relaxed event. Uh, you have tickets still available, I assume? Yes. Okay, you can find them through Eventbrite. Look for Travel Talk and Wine Tasting at Vines, V-I-N-E-S in uh, Riverbend. Thank you so much for this. Appreciate the time this morning, uh, Dorothy. You bet. Safe travels. Yes. You too, <laughs> wherever and whenever you go. Uh, that's Dorothy Bystrom, uh, Travel Professionals International. Yeah, uh, there's uh, quite a few people in my life, in, in my circle, that, that want to travel and, and, and don't feel comfortable traveling by themselves. And, and they, you know, it's the, it's, the sh- it's the sharing the moments. I'm like, oh mm. my God, I just saw this. And you have no one to share that with and you exactly. no one to talk to about. Yeah, it's just, you get a look and then you sort of look around and go, let's talk to myself. Okay. I do talk to myself. I know. And, and when, <laughs> I know. And when I went to the mountains, I spent about four days by myself, and I was very chatty to servers, and they were probably thinking I was really annoying, but I needed that human connection, right? I can <laughs> I can go so long by myself when I, I'm a chatty Kathy, so I, I need, I, I know, shocking. I do need somebody eventually, and I've taken lots of tours, you know, you meet up with a bunch of people from all over the world with mm-hmm. different experiences, and sometimes you don't get along. No, it happens. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I can only imagine. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.